Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Check it. You see, I live a life filled with chicken and malt liquor. And women that are real life scratching sniff stickers. I shoot videos and get knobs slobbed in trailers. Then hit stage and break a leg like Lawrence Taylor. You pictures all talk and it's bad for your health. See, I ain't gotta say shit. Money speaks for itself. With all models I make, I'm great like five lakes. You got rims on your truck? Man, I got rims in my skates. You rolling on dubs, I roll right in the club. Dirty as home with more rings than your tub. You think it's all practical jokes and big bloopers. But I smack bitches with no titties that work at Hooters. Just get a couple of girls that shaking they thangs. Then I put them on camera and cut two frames. With some gasoline draws, I'll be going to hell. Ludacris fuck like a nigga fresh out of jail. I got junkyard dogs, I'm rowdier than Rob Piper. And my baby's ass out cause I rub my cars with a diaper. So you can pray for now if you send in the past. Word of mouth, time to wipe that silly grin off your ass. These rap cats is soft like R&B singers. It's four eyes, I work for wings and chicken fingers. I rep Smoke Park so Chi-Town could get seen. I'm a dirty bird now, but I keep shit clean. I rip mean face niggas one by one or two by two. I'll take them however they come instead of a gun. I pull out a stick from woodworking. The black hacksaw Jim Duggan stay lurking. Creeping, I'm in the shadows, the nightshade. You want the tail in the back or a light fade? Welcome back to Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, we ask, we implore, we insist upon you. We're two weeks out from the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. And whether if you're going down to Tampa or if you're just going to be posted up like paint on walls on your couch watching the granddaddy of them all, either way, do it in style with your very own official chair shot t-shirt by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a t-shirt. We've got something for everybody. 
I mean everybody and throw one on. And if you're going to be around people, especially wrestling fans, if you come up and pull up with a t-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash D-Chair Shot, I guarantee you're going to get over like Rover. I speak that as a fact. Remember, TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website. We're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. Unfortunately, Mr. Andrew Belaz, he's on assignment this week. But don't fret. Of course, we've got a Belaz. From the DWI podcast, Chair Shot contributor, Mr. AJ Belaz. We've got from Bandwagon Nerds, from Outsider's Edge, from Three Man Weave, Mr. Raymond Cash. And as always, the commissioner himself. Put your hands together and show your love for the one, the only, Mr. PC Tunney. Gentlemen, I hope everybody's doing well because I am not. Yeah, you got some bones to pick today, but nonetheless, let's talk to our guests this week. I mean, they're they're our chair shot brothers. We all work together. We pretty much talk to each other every day, but pot is literally war tonight. Um, Ray, what's going on, man? We're just talking about Invincible, trying to get AJ to watch it. Me and you have seen the first three episodes. I feel like on Bandwagon Nerds one of these weeks, we might end up having some words because it doesn't seem like somebody's enjoying it so far. I don't understand. Like I, every, everybody is. To, you like what you like. Don't like what you don't like. Man, some things I'm just blown away that people just don't seem to get. Invincible is fantastic. So good to be on. Good to see you guys. If you have Invincible is fucking fantastic. If you haven't already listened this morning, make sure you go back and listen to Chair Shot Radio guest appearance by Christopher Platt with the midweek mainstay themselves, Ray Cash and Mr. Mags from across the pond. AJ, I know you double-dipped the other weekend. You had the NWA coverage and Fastlane. Have you thought about what you're going to do for WrestleMania week? Seeing as how you're our uh, WWE guy now. <laughs> yeah, apparently I am. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get more of uh, this bottle here of Jägermeister just for myself for both those nights. I'll actually make it a little classy since it's at Tampa, so I'll get the... Uh, Captain Morgan Cannonball, which is like the nice citrusy one, so I'll keep it a little clean, but yeah, I'm I'm apparently the WWE guy, and I might be doing a little more because of some uh, news that we're getting about a bunch of different shows that are going on. Alright, maybe well, that'll make the whole shit palatable, and you know what, I shouldn't even say that, because I know the show itself is going to be good, but I, I'm just going to stop. I'm gonna, Tony, go ahead, man. I'm gonna offer my services on air that way you can fully take advantage that I said this to you but I'd be willing to help out with stand and deliver and Wrestlemania one night if you want help that's all well and good I'm, I'm fine with it I'm used to it like I said I did the Royal Rumble that cramped up my fingers I did NWA and Fastlane I was fine after that so I think I got it well secured, is, but thank, thank you. It, whew, he, didn't, the part of the show? he didn't call my bluff. <laughs> I was about to say, is this a part of the show where we all have to like be like be like in the root movie Rudy, where we all like come to AJ, AJ and be like, AJ. I, I'll do a night, I'll do it, and we all go into Greg's office. We go all go into Greg's office with our jerseys. <laughs> That's great, right? That's great shit. <laughs> Not me, sir. No, I'll be the one. I'm be the one who like, hey, that dude couldn't play shit anyway. No, no, I'm AJ Belaz. Was this like a Spartacus thing? No, I'm AJ Belaz. <laughs> Jesus. No, not Jesus. 
AJ Belaz. We'll be right back, folks. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. So, gentlemen, as my mic falls, it, it, this is perfect. That's fucking perfect. That is goddamn perfect for about what the fuck is on this episode of Pod is War. That is the perfect metaphor, simile, uh, uh, whatever you want, personification, whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's absolutely goddamn perfect because, gentlemen, I pissed shit. off. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off about a lot of things. I'm pissed off about everything across the whole goddamn industry right now. So where do we begin? Do we begin with the E? Because I got heat. I got venom for everybody. Are we beginning with the E? Everybody's throwing their fingers up. Yes, we're beginning with the E. I got venom for some of everybody. So we're going to start with the E, okay? WrestleMania is next week. It's next fucking goddamn fucking goddamn week. And this bill, and like I said previously, I'm sure the show's going to be fine. I'm happy that it's WrestleMania Saturday morning. I'm going to be excited because it's WrestleMania Day. It's like the Super Bowl. It could be the goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Detroit Lions. Guess what? I'm still going to watch this shit. Why? Because it's the Super Bowl. And it's the same thing with Mania. And, I mean, if you look at the card, there are some interesting matches, and it should be good, and it's going to be exciting, and I have no problems with that. I have no qualms with that whatsoever. But this build, this fucking build, oh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where the fuck do I begin? Let's start on Raw. I'm not going to lie to you. This might be the worst Raw in the history of Raws, and that's going back a long way. This shit my fucking god oh shit where do I begin do I begin with the little four year old that was on TV chest naked cutting the goddamn Hulk Hogan promo what the fuck what the fuck why are y'all doing this why is this even a thing and the thing is let me say this man to the white people out there man because y'all keep getting the shit twisted y'all think we don't like Hulk Hogan cause he popped off an N word no 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 quite frankly uh, I can't speak for every black person, but I just run off the assumption that y'all all say that shit when we not around, especially since y'all all love rap music right now. It just is what it is. Number one is the context. And number one, y'all keep forgetting this Melon Farmer actually said, and I quote, I guess I'm a racist, end quote. He said that. And y'all talking about, oh, well, can't you forgive him? No, I can't forgive him. Fuck that motherfucker. And then he gave his little bullshit-ass apology and said, oh, you know, I got recorded. Fuck you. Why are y'all doing this? And you got that little white boy out there. He don't know no better. He don't know no shit. What the fuck? That, oh, my God. I'm, I'm just going to keep going, man. I'm just going to keep running here. We got Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman. You know Shane's going to jump off some shit. But the whole feud is... Brian is mad at Shane because Shane called him stupid. It's fucking wrestling. You're a fucking professional wrestler. Throw that melon farmer in a dumpster and keep it moving like an escalator. But no, I'm mad that you called me stupid. Shut up. You sound stupid, stupid. What else did we have this week? We had, we got the New Day 
versus AJ Styles in almost, not almost, almost, because almost he might be a wrestler, but we don't know what's going on there. So almost a wrestler. The WWE Tag Team titles. This is, these are the proeminent, the premium tag team belts in the entire industry on the flagship show of the entire industry. And they're hyping this matchup by playing charades. They're playing fucking charades. What the fuck? It's fucking charades. And God bless everybody involved in this segment because they tried to save this shit. They tried to make it work. But what the fuck? We're wrestlers. We're professional combat fighters, and we're playing fucking charades. Should I continue? Yes, I shall. What else we got going on here? Did I bury the lead? No, I haven't buried the lead. I'm going to get to that eventually. But you, you found a way to fuck up Sasha versus Bianca Belair. How do you do that? I have no idea. And listen, don't I, I know what y'all motherfuckers are going to say. Oh, yeah, we need plenty of time to build, and we got to build, and blase this, blase that. But this is what you do? And I'm not even mad at Reggie. Reggie entertains me. I get amused by Reggie. But this is the best y'all could fucking do for these two women that are going to go out and go ham in the fucking ring? What the fuck? This is what y'all do. And of course, and of course, and of course, you know we were going to get to this. They broke up the Hurt Business. You fucked around. You broke up the Hurt Business. You fucked around and stumbled upon the coolest thing in all of professional wrestling. You got four brothers dressed to the nines, fly as fuck, kicking ass and taking names. And you broke them up for no apparent reason. And now you got Bobby Lashley out here putting bounties on Drew McIntyre's head. He put a bounty on Drew McIntyre's head. You got fucking goons on the payroll. Why are you asking the 24-7 J-Bros to take out Drew McIntyre and you had goons on the goddamn payroll? And you broke them up. And you know good and goddamn well they're not going to do shit with Cedric. They're not going to do shit with Shelton. Oh, but lest we forget... Not only did they not, not only did they break them up, they could have been, that group could have been the new age, the millennium for horsemen. That's how dope they were. But not only did you break them up, you're going to put King Corbin into the mix. King Corbin of all people, and that's the new Hurt Business. I mean, goddamn, you might as well throw Angel Garza in that motherfucker, and we can go just reverse Nation of Domination on this motherfucker. That's just what we, apparently, that's what we're doing now. And speaking of the Nation of Domination, this is another thing that pisses me off about the wrestling business, and y'all motherfucker, that how racist this motherfucking shit is. Anytime there's a black faction that's about to come on the scene, all of your Meltzers and your Kellers and your internet trolls and your fucking dirt cheats and shit like that, what do they say? This is what they say. Oh, they're bringing back the Nation of Domination. They did that shit with the New Day back in the day. Oh, they're reforming the Nation of Domination. The the New Day and the Nation of Domination got as about as much sense together as the Kimbe fucking Matumbo looks like Jennifer Aniston. That's how much the New Day and the Nation got together. And then they said the same goddamn shit with the Hurt Business. 
Get your shit together. That's the only thing you think about black people. Like, that's your frame of reference in wrestling when it comes to black factions. Just because these motherfuckers got together and happened to be black. Fuck y'all, too. But not only did you break up the best thing that you had going, not only the best thing you had going, the best thing that was going in all the professional wrestling, you put King Corbin in that motherfucker. And look, I'm not mad at Corbin. I like Corbin. Matter of fact, make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up your Baron Corbin suck shirt, okay? I'll fuck with Corbin. But why would you bring... You know what? God damn. God damn, y'all. It literally just popped in my head. I'm not playing. This is a shoot. This literally just popped in my head. Tony, you know what I'm talking about. For months and months and probably over a year, I would sing my parody King Corbin song, Bitch, Where Is You When I Was Walking. Now I'm in the game, got the whole world talking King Corbin. It, it was a parody off of a Kendrick Lamar song called King Koopa or King Kunta. I done spoke this shit into existence, y'all. I done spoke this shit into existence. Baron Corbin's a nigga. And I know that that's a great title, by the way. And I know we can't say that as the title, but it would have been a great title. But I done spoke this shit into existence. So I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I apologize. But this is what we're doing. And this is the biggest show of the year. This is WrestleMania. This is the Super Bowl, the World Series, the NBA Finals, the World Cup, all rolled up into one. And this is what we're doing for the goddamn bill. We're playing fucking charades. Somebody say words. Words. <laughs> I don't want to. I want you to keep going. I have never been more entertained in my life. Please. It's just bullshit, man. And we're going to get to some of these other companies. Because God, I got venom for y'all motherfuckers, too. I got some venom for y'all, too. It pisses me off. Because I love this shit. And... Y'all know Tony and I, matter of fact, go make sure y'all check out the uh, anthology series Mania Madness. That's some of the best work that has ever come across the chair shot. But throughout this series, Tony and I, we've been going back and watching these previous WrestleManias, and it just exasperates the problem even more because I see how good this shit used to be and this bullshit that they putting out to us now. And look, man. We have this argument from time to time on these airwaves, and I know, 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 I know! Ratings don't matter like they used to anymore. I get that, okay? The NBA ratings are down. The fucking NFL ratings are down, and you know how America feels about their football. People just consume contents in different ways now. I get all of that. But I'm out here in these streets, and nobody gives a shit about this shit no more. It just is what it is. Nobody gives a damn. I was having a conversation last week with a with a, a young lady. She's a Puerto Rican sister, and she's a, a Bad Bunny fan. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Bad Bunny, he's going to be wrestling on Mania. You know, blah, 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 blah. You know what she said to me? She said, WrestleMania, that's still a thing? That's where we at right now. I had a conversation with two brothers. They were young brothers. They're brothers, but they're also literally brothers. One was 15, one was 17. They were wrestlers. They were literally wrestlers on their high school team. And I thought I was going to be able to bomb one. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I go to Manias most years, buzzy this, buzzy that. And the older one, he kind of snickered, like, wanted to punch that motherfucker in the face. But it just goes to show you nobody's paying attention to this shit. And everybody's in their own little bubble trying to act like it's, like, the greatest thing since sliced bread when the fact of the matter is there's less engagement and less people in the history of this country are paying attention to this shit than ever before. 
and it pisses me off because I love this shit. I really do. And it's not the talent's fault, okay? It's not the talent's fault. These men and women are going out here. They dedicated their lives. They sacrificed their bodies to this shit. And these motherfuckers that are running it, the gatekeepers and these motherfuckers that are putting on these promotions, they're fucking this shit up. And you can't tell me that professional wrestling isn't over anymore when you turn to every other facet of life and everybody, everybody is doing professional wrestling. UFC doing professional wrestling better than professional wrestling. Boxing doing professional wrestling better than professional wrestling. The Real Housewives, that shit ain't professional wrestling. Love and Hip Hop, that shit ain't professional wrestling. Say what you want about fucking Agent Orange. President Agent Orange, and Lord knows I have, but that motherfucker got over, and that motherfucker drew, and all he was doing the entire goddamn time was cutting professional wrestling promos. So can't don't tell me this shit can't work when it's done properly and correctly, and when it works in every other facet of life. Everything is professional wrestling. You you do you feel better? No, no. Well, that's <laughs> I too- got more venom. Oh, all right. I just stopped, man, because other people need to talk. I don't want to monopolize this time. <laughs> Do well, we have to? <laughs> I think what, here's, here's what, here, here's what we're going to do. Can we just do a slow clap and go to the next subject? <laughs> here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick commercial, and we're going to come back and talk about something else that's really pissing Chris and I off. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania! Hey folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on thechairshot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday only on the Chairshot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. 
I signed up for Peacock yesterday because I figured I was going to have to oh, do it. Don't get me. Yeah. Don't get we'll me get, started. So, on this. yeah, here's what we're going to do is no, no, we're going to. No, 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 no. Mute your mic. Mute your mic. Mute your mic. Mute your mic. I am. I'm going to no. talk. You mute your mic. I'm going to tell you guys that my experience and what my thoughts are moving forward. And I want Ray and then AJ to react. And then we'll give the floor back to Christopher Platt. Cause we'll let him let his butt let his blood settle down for a little bit by the end of the three of us talking it'll be up to a simmer again and a boil by the time he's done here so i signed up for it i even did the extra five bucks for no commercials because i figured i'm paying 9.99 anyway for um for wwe network i'll just do the same thing if i think it's not worth it i'll go to the 4.99 no big deal you don't have nearly a quarter of the things that you have on the WWE Network. All the old stuff is going to be gone. I don't know if they're still moving stuff over or if they plan to do it incrementally. I didn't see a spot where you could watch all the pay-per-views. I only seen a spot for each of the big four. In addition, it takes like a minute to load up. I watched Beth Phoenix Icons, right? And it took a minute before it started. And every time I would pause to like get up and grab something to eat or to drink or I had to go to the bathroom during it and come back and hit play, it would take another 30 seconds for it to start back up again. So I'm wondering if they're incrementally um, implementing the WWE Network archives into their system right now. And as of right now at this moment, they are drawing from the feed across to the network until that's gone. Which makes me wonder, what is WrestleMania going to look like? Because Chris did try to watch Fastlane on Peacock. And he said it was the audio was bad and it would skip and stop. And I had some of those problems too. I got kicked out of what I was watching twice. So what are you guys' thoughts here? Because, man, if they fuck this up for WrestleMania, shit's going to fucking hit the fan, like, gigantically. What do you think, Ray? So I'm one of the, I don't say few, millions of people, but I'm one of those, a smaller group of people that are already happy cop. <clears throat> um, my mother has Xfinity, so I just use the Peacock account just to, I, you know, I watch the Save by the Bell reboot, little stuff like that. I watch some, some movies here and there. Um, and so yeah, I also created my own account and did the uh, $5.99 extra for the no ads because I started watching a show um, the Randy Orton Broken Skull session I couldn't, just too many commercials for for a wrestling show that I'm used to not, so I paid it I have not had one problem really? so I've watched Broken Skull sessions i watched the Icons with Beth i watched a few other things and I haven't had one problem now to your point they are still working on integrating. They have come out and said that it will be in a, a work in progress and everything won't be fully integrated until SummerSlam. So now that raises a whole other uh, gamut of questions as to coming from an IT background. I know how long things take to move, but if this, work, if this was in the works... You should be the move should be going the move should be happening after the integration, not before, right? Like you shouldn't make it live until the move is done. You shouldn't say, "Hey, we're gonna do this and then start moving." 
That's weird to me. Well, um, money ruled and, the, money ruled the day once again, right? They rushed it to get clearly. to WrestleMania. Who was babe? Can we do this by WrestleMania? <gasps> sure. <laughs> now the beauty is, and if you guys remember, in 2014, the reason um, they had um, NXT Takeover or NXT Arrival, rather, the reason they did that that was the first show on um, the network to, to as a test. That's why I'm sure Fastlane was as a test to see how the live feed would go. The live feed and work and how they connect with the servers are different than the actual hosted feed of stuff that's already there. I don't I don't foresee there being a major problem. I don't. Anything's possible. If it is, it's gonna be a major issue. Can I I wanna ask you two yes or no questions and then AJ I want you to give us your thoughts on what's going on here. Did, do you have long load times before you watch anything from the WWE Network? No, and you know my internet is shit, but no, I didn't. Huh. Okay, I won't even ask the other question then. It was about the same kind of you thing. You sure? It was about the same thing. You know, I mean, when you hit pause, it just pops right back in when you hit unpause then, right? Yep. Interesting. All right. I don't know. I, I haven't had problems on any other streaming. I haven't had problems on any other streaming. Can I, can I ask a, a follow-up for you? Yeah. What are you watching on? My laptop. Okay, see, I'm watching on my Roku TV. Maybe that plays a part. Maybe, maybe that plays a part. Maybe I'll watch on my PS4. All right, AJ, what do you think of all this? Because have the Blaz Brothers attempted the switch over to Peacock yet? No, we have not yet, but I have heard a bunch of people on many different groups that I'm in all over the social interwebs say the exact same things that everyone else said where it's, yeah, there was cut out audio it was in and out uh, and then uh, a couple of them actually to quote our good buddy over there who's sitting patiently behind his microphone uh, got commercials even though they were adless for fucking Peacock fucking Peacock and I, too, have Peacock through Xfinity. And per the press release that I read, I am supposed to be grandfathered into the premium tier, i.e., I'm not supposed to be getting commercials. Now, I'm not even going to get to when I tried to watch Fastlane and the a volume kept cutting in and out, and I had to eventually go back to the network. Those, This is why they had Fastlane, so they could work all that shit out before we got to WrestleMania, right? Okay, right, right, okay, right. And shout-out to Vince McMahon as well, because he fleeced these melon farmers. He really did. But, yes, I'm getting commercials. So I tried going back doing the Mania Madness thing. I tried to go back and watch WrestleManias on Peacock, the WWE Network on Peacock. I'm not supposed to have commercials, but as AJ alluded to, I had fucking commercials. And not only did I have fucking commercials, I had fucking commercials for fucking Peacock. That's like you go to McDonald's, you get your order, and then they say, oh, thank you for choosing McDonald's. Make sure you visit your local McDonald's. What the fuck? the fuck are you talking about why am i getting peacock commercials on fucking peacock i'm already here i paid 300 fucking dollars a month for peacock i don't need you to tell me to sign up for peacock when i got fucking peacock and it's not like i get it for free i paid 300 fucking dollars for commercials thanks a lot mom by the way that's the only reason i got cable because i had cut the cord but whatever whatever i'm not about to bury my mom man fuck no we're not doing that which, but what the fuck are you doing peacock which cord and haven't yes, you cut i had a lot of issues 
Well, apparently the umbilical, because mom lives with me. But that's neither it's half the month, half the year. But that's neither here nor there. But no, what the fuck are you doing, Peacock? And then I read that they are actually hiring people. You could probably go to Indeed right now. They're hiring people to go through the 17,000 hours of content that they just acquired through the from the WWE. Bro, bro, and- bro. We're we're like we already have watched a quarter of the seventeen thousand hours basically with what we've been doing. We're qualified candidates. They should be hiring you and I. They they should. Amber and I had that conversation. I said no. They would fire me in a week because I, I wouldn't be cutting shit out because you're trying to cut out all the offensive content. I you know what the entire I, genre listen, is listen. offensive content. I put out a tweet for the exact thing and I said, why can't they do a parental advisory or a parental code or make it, you know, why can't you do more with it's such simple stuff to do. It's already in a whole bunch of streaming services, right? I mean, I I don't get it. I don't either. And I'm not crying a river because I don't get to see Roddy Piper in blackface at WrestleMania six. That's not what I'm saying, but it's a slippery slope. The entire industry is offensive content. They used to call that heat back in the day, back when motherfuckers know what they were doing. But now in this day and age, you can't do that. But that was the point. Motherfuckers would say some racist shit, some homophobic shit, some misogynistic shit in hopes that you would pay your money to see these melon farmers get their goddamn comeuppance. That's the entire fucking industry. So what are you going to do? How are you going to scrub this shit? And Vince don't give a shit. He just got a billy off these motherfuckers. And if I was Vince, I wouldn't give a shit either. I just got a billy off these motherfuckers. Fuck it. Scrub it. I got the masters. Fuck it. Scrub. Do what you got to do. Whatever. But where does it stop? It's a slippery slope once we start doing this shit. I agree with Tony. Just throw a goddamn disclaimer on at the beginning. They took Gone with the fucking Wind off of HBO Max, and I'm not fucking with Gone with the Wind. I ain't never watched Gone with the fucking Wind, man. It's a goddamn movie on that takes place on a goddamn plantation. I don't give a shit about that. But what the fuck? You can't just scrub shit off. How about you, you educate motherfuckers and say, you know what? This happened back then, and we're better now, but it is what it is. What the fuck? What are you going to do? So I'll never be able to watch another Lord Voldemort match. That's what you're telling me right now. Y'all know who, what the fuck I'm talking about right now. What the fuck are you doing, Peacock? And I've been very disappointed with this. And they better get that shit together for WrestleMania because what the fuck? I'm, uh, I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> so again, so yeah, I've heard a lot of the complaints about Peacock and everything. So the balls is... Bullseye. And Brunei. Belai. Could it be like Fish? Could it be like Fish, possibly? Like, hey, there's AJ Belaz. Hey, there's Andrew Belaz. Hey, there go the Belaz brothers. Hey, look at all them Belaz out there. Belai is there. Belai sounds more appropriate. Belai sounds better. No, because it's like, like, hey, I caught a fish. You know? Hey, look at all the fish. I think it's, it's more it's not like one food. fish, two fish, red fish. Go fuck peacock fish here. Come on. Oh, go fuck peacock fish. I butt they're chuck fucking salt water all the time. They're fucking this shit up. And I I get why you wanted the content, but you can't. What what you're gonna eliminate everything? So they're eliminating racist content. What about all that shit with the divas and shit during the attitude era? A lot of that shit is cringe. And then if you go even further back, a lot of that shit is more cringe. What the fuck? You what the fuck? Yeah, 
because something from the Attitude Era got cut out already. We already have Vince saying the N-word in front of John Cena and Booker T. What, what, what else got cut so far? Those are the only two notable ones that I know. They cut out the panty... I think they're censoring Stone Cold's middle finger. They cut out the panty raid line in SpongeBob SquarePants episode. Oh, what the fuck? Those are my... What? This is where <sighs> we at, man. I... If you go back on to Disney Plus, I'm sure we all have Disney Plus. They put a disclaimer in front of the Muppet show. The fucking Muppets! What the fuck is disrespectful or offensive about the goddamn Muppets? That's where we're at right now. So once the Peacock patrons or pissants, uh, yeah, the Peacock pissants, once they get done with this whole content, what the fuck is going to be left? What's going to be left? What's going to be left? It's going to be a bunch of John Cena matches. Listen. Dad, what's a Muppet? Well, it's not quite a mop, and it's not quite a puppet. But to answer your question, I have no idea. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Back in my day... (laughs) Is that how I sound? Am I on the uh, Clint Eastwood rant you know, side of the game? Thank you, everybody, for tuning into Old Man Yells at Cloud. We now resume our previously scheduled program. <laughs> Somebody else say something, man. I, I, yeah. I, hey, let's oh, let's do so last to... last thoughts on. Go ahead. If you have a comment on Chris's excellency this evening, because it is excellent and wonderful and beautiful and. Just the brutal, honest truth about how he's feeling about everything, and I appreciate it. And I hope he continues it. But any comments on how he's doing so far? No, because it's amazing. It. And you guys' last thoughts on Peacock before we move on to the next topic. I just like to say that I've never been more entertained. Like I feel like watching, like watching a great. I feel like watching Griffey in like '97, right? I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching LeBron when he dropped 25 straight in Detroit. <laughs> this is I am I am honored and awed to be in the presence of greatness right now. <laughs> the best part about all of this is Hey be careful. I got a whole bunch of sh- be careful his hat's still gotta fit tomorrow. This is a good point. <laughs> but the best part about all of this is I got a whole bunch of shit I disagree with. It don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter because it's so great. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I am basking in your glory, sir. <laughs> I warned you, Tony. I'm not even doing this. This is a shoot. I'm not doing this trying to get myself over. I'm not doing this oh, trying no. to be No, 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 no. We, we talked about I, this today. We talked about See, the other two guys don't know, but between me, Chris, Andrew – and then our executive producer Greg, we have a we have a specific four person uh, thread. That, it's actually text message thread that we talk about this show and what we're going to do. And Chris, Chris let everybody know this morning right away exactly what was coming. And I am I was in full support this morning of it, and I'm here for it completely. And you're doing a wonderful job. Please don't lose your luster. If you need me to piss you off, I can virtually give you the backhand. Whatever you need to do. Um, here, let's just to get your blood boiling to start here before we get to AJ. AJ, after this soundbite, give your no, last no, thoughts no, on people. No, 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 don't no, talk no, right no, now. No, I'll interrupt no, you no, with you. Don't, 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 don't switch. Yeah, they do. 
I mean, to go to go to the uh, the text thread, uh, yeah, literally, Andrew went, you know, D- do you want to do pod? <laughs> Why? And it's like, do you just want to do pod? Yeah, I'm fine with it. And he just goes, <laughs> you kind of have fun. <laughs> but no, with with Peacock, just just get your shit together. That's all I'm gonna care about. As for old man Rivers over there complaining about further things, it's 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 all good. It's all fine. Hell, this is like the most I've been entertained in about like months. So, thank you very much, uh, Mister Velvet Pipes. All right. When we return, Christopher Platt will be angry at a land, not across the pond, but across the big blue sea in the other direction. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And now to make sure he comes fresh out the gates on this one. ChairShot. Network. You got to at least tell me what the topic is, motherfucker, because I got a lot of venom for everybody around this professional wrestling industry. I said we ain't ain't going across the pond. We're going the other direction across the big blue sea. Little New Japan. That was that was New Japan is across. might have been inappropriate. Yeah, but though, that's the big blue sea in the other direction. The pond's the Atlantic. The big blue sea. Oh, there goes my lamp is the Pacific. Welcome to Pot is War, everybody. Is this the we, is this we break our uh, we break all of our accessories episode? It could be. That's yeah, that's two. Yeah, who's five. next? Who's next? Maybe we're going by <laughs> order of age. Well, Ray's next. Because Chris is older than me, and I'm going to say that. Uh, how old are you? Forty, Chris? God, it must suck to be in your forties. You'll get me back in a month and a half. <laughs> so, yes, New Japan, Chris. Please, now that I've pissed you off, I think your blood's boiling. I want to get you going on the right foot. Why don't you get us going here? So, number one, fuck you, Tony. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head with that age crack. But I, I got to say, okay, Ghetto, I've always given you the benefit of the doubt because I thought that you were the best booker in this entire industry. But you could get it, too. You've been fucking shit up as well, Okay. I understand you had situations and circumstances due to the COVID. You had you felt you had to do what you had to do, or you did what you felt you had to do. I, I think it's the same thing. I just said it twice, just differently. But yo, number one, the New Japan Heavyweight Championship belt that used to mean something. It used to be a symbol of excellence in this industry, and you just running around hot shotting this shit you see how that shit fucked up the wrestling industry in the west you see why the wrestling industry ain't shit here in the west in the western hemisphere because they've been hot shotting them them goddamn belts for the past 20 years they don't mean anything anymore and now you want to follow that y'all supposed to have more discipline than us we stupid americans the fuck are you doing the fuck are you doing what the fuck are you doing you got to relax bruh the fuck are you doing and speaking of which they debuted the new igw i'm fucking it up i'm just gonna say the new japan iwgp belt. iwgp iwgp thank you that shit is hot garbage 
That shit looks like somebody shat upon a pile of shit and then freeze-dried it and then took it out the freezer and took a fucking blowtorch to it just to get the shape right and then put it some put some gold-plated shit on that motherfucker and glued it to a strap of leather and said, that's our new belt. Can nobody that's... make a good goddamn-looking belt anymore? Where the that's... fuck is Reggie Parks? Every single belt in the goddamn industry looks like fucking hot garbage right now. Where's Reggie Parks? Somebody go get Reggie Parks. Is Reggie Parks still living? If he ain't living, you need to freeze-dry that motherfucker and resurrect that motherfucker on some hum 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 shipe shit. Get that motherfucker back. All these belts are whack, and it's not that hard to make a good goddamn-looking belt nowadays, stop, but y'all stop. can't seem to do that shit. Stop. On some what? On some hum 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 I got to stop you. That's where I, I stop. That's where that's where we cross the line. I can't I can't physically handle it anymore. Honey, <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't handle why, it no more. Why are you I sorry? Did. This is pot is war. There are no rules here. Do not be sorry. Yeah, I'll, we don't I'll, give a fuck. I'll 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 let you know when we need to go to a break, but until then, have fun. AJ, no, AJ, okay. Rhea, AJ, oh, come on. Ray's get it together. Chris, take a break. Get, collect your thoughts again. I know you got more. AJ, give us some reaction to what Platt said and your thoughts on upcoming New Japan uh, special, Secure Genesis. This is just an amazing week we have coming up. I mean, we're kicking it off with New Japan. I'm going to I'm gonna spin the positive side for two seconds. We're kicking it off with New Japan. We go right into WrestleMania week, right? So let's stick with New Japan here. React to what Chris is saying. Go ahead. Give us your take, AJ. Fucking Ray over there's got the vapors fucking fanning himself over there. <laughs> no, but alright. Everything Platt said I agree with. IWGP, they they change their belt design all the time. I think this is like their fifth generation belt that they have. It's all well and good. We I I get it. They change it after every like decade or generation, but Jesus Christ, does that belt actually look terrible? I I can't unsee it. To the point where, on our lovely uh, chair shot Facebook group in the comment section, someone literally took Cody's fucking neck tattoo and put it over the fucking center plate, and it's a perfect fucking fit. To the point where our ver- our very own Stephen Mitchell goes seriously though. The first image blew my mind, and it scared me because I thought I was gonna hear after Sakura Genesis's main event wrestling has more than one royal family I'm gonna spit my drink because this doesn't look good at all and we all know how much we make fun of fucking Cody's neck tattoo and Brandy's convincing skills cause she's not doing something right that's right I, I got a quote off from Platt from before in the past oh we gonna get to Brandy but keep going we gonna get to that <laughs> let's, stick with the new J- let's stick with the new Japan side of the game for right now but the belt doesn't look that good at all. At all. Don't know who wanted to approve of that. Fucking Coda probably thought it was the best thing in the fucking world. Whatever. But let's get on with the five tag team matches. Two of them being six-man tags. One being a ten-man tag. And the uh, the junior heavyweight tag team championship belts getting defended. Along with this hot garbage getting defended against Will Ospreay and Kota Ibushi. Suzuki-Goon versus 
Bullet Club, sure, fine. We've all seen it like a million times. Understandable. If it's it's a filler match. A bigger filler match is this fucking ten man tag between Chaos and Bullet Club. I mean, after you have Yoshihashi, fucking Tomohiro got no neck Ishii, Hiroki can't win a belt Goto, Toro Yano and Kazuchika Okada against fucking Dick Togo. I know his name is Dick Togo, but no, no this is too Dick to go. No, it's Dick, Dick to, go. to fucking go. Yudro Takahashi, Taichi Ishimori, Kenta in Evil. Hey, anyone else remember when Evil was uh, an imposing threat to every fucking person that he's ever fucking faced? Moving on. Naito Sonata and, and Thicky Ricardo versus the United Empire, which they're unveiling a mystery partner who's going to be part of the stable. I really don't give a shit. Kojima and Tanahashi facing Jay White and Bad Luck Fale for reasons. Uh, fucking Despi and Kanemaru versus uh, uh, fucking Roppongi 3K with Sho and Yo. Because one of them actually, like, revived and actually, like, got healthy again, so... Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably gonna be a decent match, I'm not gonna lie. And then we got Kota Ibushi and then the real bro Will Ospreay in the fucking main event. And the only reason why I'm saying he's a real bro is because he wanted to take that heat for Randy Orton. He, he The RKO was going to happen. We all thought it. So Will just goes, nah, I got you, Randy. So he, he did the cutter, the os cutter on the B. It's all well and good. You know, hugs and kisses all around afterward. It's fine. We're fine. He's, he, he's a bro. He wanted to take that heat off of Orton. We're all good. But Kota's probably winning this match, so it doesn't matter. I, I forgot about that shit, man, during my WWE rant. I'm glad you brought that up, AJ. We got Randy Orton versus the goddamn Fiend. These Mellon Farmers done set each other on fire! So you're telling me they're going to go out at WrestleMania and have a catch-as-catch-can wrestling match and it has set each other on fucking fire? The fuck? Yes, this is what's going to happen. We're going to end this by a small package. One, two, three, in the middle of the ring and everything. What the fuck? Now, getting back to New Japan. Ray, I'm going to let you get in here, brother. I'm just going to say, getting back to New Japan. The main event is going to be amazing. Osprey versus Ibushi. That's going to be an amazing wrestling match. But that undercard, hot garbage. Ghetto. Learn from our mistakes. We done already fucked this shit up here in the Western Hemisphere. Don't copy the shit we doing and fuck your shit up. But that's what you seem to be doing, ghetto. What the fuck? Why? What the fuck? This shit ain't that hard. This wrestling shit really isn't that goddamn hard. But everybody's fucking this shit up all across the board. Even ghetto question before I say my part. When the fiend came back from the dead, did he come back on some m -m 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 shit? <laughs> you fucking might as well have. Tony said Tony it best. He best. came back. Tony said it best. He came. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, go back and listen to go back and listen to DWI last week. I, I I am very close to a venom level as Christopher Platt. A very nice rant on the one, the only pizza the hut and and kudos to dpp for coming up with a brilliant title last week no one out pizzas the hut not even the fiend so first and foremost 
part of the reason why I'm not a regular New Japan watcher is because 90% of their cards is bullshit tag teams. I get it. I understand the point of it. I don't care. Don't care. Osprey Ibushi is going to be a great wrestling match. I don't care about the story behind it. I'm I'm not... I don't care nor particularly like the fact that Osprey got to get over by beating up his girlfriend. That don't really do shit for me personally. Uh, and I'm not really here for a Ibushi-ass champ. So, that's just me. Championship. I am not a hater of the championships in today's world because everything changes. The championships, if you watch what George Hackenschmidt and and and, and Lou Holtz, what's his, what's his name? Lutez. What they were wearing back in the, the gap. fucking Holtz! All right, guys, come on, guys. We're getting get your first down here. Third and 14. Yes. We need a block for the pass. Okay, you give him time to scramble left. We're going we're gonna to waggle right. Uh, seven, 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 and then we have break late on tight end, and then we just we just hand off the ball. We got punt. You guys can kick it. We're gonna get down in there, and we kick the field goal. Go to our damn fighting Irish. Lou Holtz South. We all chose violence today. I just want you to know, we all chose violence today. <laughs> but yes, those belts back then look like something that like my daughter would put over her her like her pants going to a party. But like everything has changed with time, so I'm with the new more gaudy belts. But the championship that they got in New Japan, it ain't it ain't bad just because the last one was great. It's bad because it's bad. It's 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 horrible. And I think the the worst part about it is that it's shaped like the it's shaped like the Divas Championship turned male. Had it like it it, it, it like it went in a transition. Like, it is horrible. This is one of the worst belts I've ever seen. And I was there when Dana White debuted the new UFC belts that literally look like a plaque. So, I mean, like, this is bad. And But New Japan has been New Japan's been off for a year. You know, I'm one of the biggest Naito stands in the world. And I don't care what Naito's doing. I begged for Jay White to come to WWE for, year, for months. And you see what he's doing now, languishing, you know. So it's, it's just, I could care less about New Japan. How let me when Dominion comes around. Maybe they'll do something that piques my interest in. But it's, it's just, it's not worth it right now. So that's I, on I mean, to be fair, if Jay White would have came to WWE, they would have had him playing fucking Pictionary with, uh, with Ricochet. Okay? Not well, straight. No, Pictionary. You, you, let me tell you why you're wrong. Because that wouldn't mean Ricochet would have to be on television. So no. Ray brings up a fantastic argument. <laughs> he was on television this week. He was part of the the uh what was it? The um what did Bobby the the I'm gonna call you no no here's a perfect word for it. The conduit to get his ass kicked. He was on that, yes, and he did a great job. Because he had a very convincing ass whooping. Of getting his ass kicked. Jesus fucking Christ. Anybody else got some more New Japan thoughts, man, before I just go back in on Ghetto? I don't really think I have any more to say, but... Is there, yeah, is there anything interesting about New Japan right now? Anything? No, and that's my... Uh, that's my, Yeah, we're saying the same thing. I agree with you. That's my point. What the uh, fuck? And you're, you're rehashing these Western concepts, and that shit didn't work here in the West, so why the fuck you think that shit gonna work in the East? Because they're marks. And they believe in what because they they treat it like a sport, so it'd be new to them. 
That's why Bullet Club went so went, was so over because it was new to them. They weren't used to shit like that. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, rating hot topics all uh, all across the Americas. Yay! All right, we can switch gears. Chris, it's AEW time. I just thought I'd... I don't know how you felt exactly about that. I can't remember. We're usually pretty drunk by the time we talk about AEW. Um, Go ahead. Lay it on us. I mean, it sounds like they're running next week. I know you got something for someone in particular. Uh, first of all, can I can I get... A, a, I want to ask a... Constru- not that everything has been completely constructive, but let's stay in a construct here of me asking you a question. Paul White, Christian, Sting. Can we start there? What are your thoughts on them bringing them in and how they've used them and what they're going to do with them? Shout out to Paul White, Christian, and Sting. Keep getting them checks. Point blank, period. Keep getting them checks. I'm just saying, man, because by this point in time, man, and let me say this. That's the I, positive shit you got all my to say about them? That's the positive shit you got to say? Yes, because I, it, let me say this, I want AEW to work because if this shit doesn't work, this shit ain't gonna happen again. Like a, 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 a motherfucking billionaire's son that has access to TV people that is able to get another wrestling show on cable tele, uh, viable cable television. We ain't talking about fucking goddamn St. Clair and, and fucking Ring of Honor, which they're doing good goddamn work right now. I get now. ROH three but times Saint a weekend. Clair, man, but the ROH, they're doing great goddamn work right now. That pure tournament, that was excellent. But the problem is Sinclair Broadcasting got their head so far up the GOP's ass that they can't even figure out a goddamn consistent time slot to put the motherfucking show on so that a wrestling fan might want to watch the motherfucker or at least know when to watch the motherfucker. I can't even DVR that shit because there's no consistent time. The only time I get to see, the only time anybody gets to see Ring of Honor is if you're lucky enough to be up late at night on a Saturday or a Sunday evening and you just happen to be channel surfing after midnight and you stumble across Ring of Honor. That's the only time you find Ring of Honor any fucking where. And, and fucking Impact, I don't even remember what goddamn channel they are. They're doing good work as well in this wrestling industry. They're doing some interesting things. They've got a lot of good talent down there. But nobody has the fucking channel on their goddamn cable provider. And I'm not going to Twitch because I'm old and I'm bitter and I don't give a fuck. So I'm not signing up for no goddamn Twitch to watch no goddamn Impact with Kitty O fucking Mega. We'll get to that momentarily. And MLW, shout out MLW. God bless MLW. Jacob Fatu is a legitimate star. They've Cheers got a lot Jacob of good talent here. 
they've got a lot of interesting and good talent there, but nobody gives two shits about them, and that's fucked up. Because these are the motherfuckers that I just named that are actually doing innovative, interesting shit in this goddamn industry, and nobody knows, and nobody's not gonna know. What was the question? Oh, you were just bitching about AEW. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> Fifteen minutes of rent. By the way, what was the, the fuck was we talking about? What? It doesn't matter. That's. I need you to understand. This is old boy throwing a a, a perfect game, a no hitter in the seventh game of the World Series on LSD. On LSD. What was the dude's name? He threw the no hitter on LSD. That's what he's doing right now. Doc Ellis. Y'all, y'all Doc don't understand. This is Jordan's flu game. Y'all don't understand the, the level of excellence we got, that's being pitched. We by. got Doc Platt tonight. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Jesus. Kofi Kingston in, in, in the gauntlet match. Like, this is all-time great stuff here. And they had him playing fucking charades. But where do I begin with AEW? I don't know where to begin. I'm, I know where I'm going to start. I'm Kenny Omega. Kenny fucking Omega. He's your world champion. Dave Belter had everybody convinced this Mellon Farmer was Ooh. the best goddamn wrestler. Exactly. The best goddamn wrestler in the world. Number one, he'd come out here with like- that goddamn A.C. Slater saved by the bell fucking perm curly ass haircut. And I actually see motherfuckers on the internet. This is a shoot. I see motherfuckers on the internet tweeting out talking about how Kenny Omega no other wrestler in the industry has Kenny Omega's drip. Get the fuck out of here. The only drip that Kenny, Kenny Omega possibly has is the drip coming off the tip of his penis because he visited one too many Japanese bathhouses. That's the only kind of drip that Kenny Omega has. And you motherfuckers are out here acting like this goddamn corny ass lame motherfucker is the chosen one. It's gonna save wrestling. What did he do with Impact? How's that working out for you? Honk honk wink wink. What the fuck? Where else do we go? Does anybody have some Kenny Omega thoughts before I continue? All right, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Brandy. Brandy Rhodes. God bless you. But you know what? Sometimes you got to learn to shut the fuck up. And that's me saying this. That's me. My goddamn mouth, you might as well call my mouth Pepto-Bismol because it's got heart, heartburn, upset stomach, diarrhea, indigestion. My mouth. And I'm telling you, you need to learn how to shut the fuck up some goddamn times. Everything that crosses your mind doesn't have to be, does not have to be verbalized or even written in a goddamn tweet. And listen, she's, Brandy is approaching Lolo Jones territory with me. And if you guys don't know who Lolo Jones is, she's an Olympic athlete in both Olympics. She's competed in both the summer and the winter olympic games beautiful woman absolutely beautiful woman but and and right now she competes on the mtv challenge but every time she opens her goddamn mouth it's something stupid or it's something annoying and it totally negates her beauty that's how 
fucking annoying this woman is. And Brandy Rhodes is approaching that territory with me right now. Brandy Rhodes is absolutely gorgeous. She might low-key be the hottest, the most beautiful woman in all of wrestling. But sometimes you got to learn to shut the fuck up. She don't even and mind I, if you I, get a tattoo. I'm sure she on, on your goddamn neck. Saying. But I and, and I don't know if you guys did you guys see the the trailer to Cody and Brandy's reality television show that is coming out. Did, I see, did you guys see that? I seen there was a trailer. So I'm, I, refu- I'm I refused to watch it because I heard one thing she said and I was like, I'm Oh, we we go in there. We go in there. We go in there, right? We get in there. So number one, I'm not mad at y'all for having a reality show. Get your money. You're trying to elevate your status and whatnot. Do what you got to do. I'm not mad at any of that whatsoever. Do your thing. Y'all winning. Cool. But if you fast forward to about the 43 second mark of the trailer for the reality show and this woman has the audacity the unmitigated goal on the Stephen A. Smith side of the game to fix her face to say I am proud and I'm paraphrasing I'm probably not going to get it all the way correct I'm paraphrasing I am proud to be the first black person in the Rhodes family bitch what the fuck are you talking about And, and, and listen I know that's not right and I know that I'm wrong for calling that woman out of her name but what the fuck is this bitch talking about what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck what do you what what the fuck really what And, and this just happened on Potter's War. Uh, Ray and two white boys just died of laughter because of that amazing rant by Christopher Platt. <laughs> Ray, oh, but I guess go, go ahead, Ray. Ray, jump in here and, and give some reaction. I, you know, I don't. How can I follow Air Platt? I don't know how to do it. Uh, okay, so look, talk about Brandy. I've long hated Brandy. I don't know her as a person. I don't, dislike, I don't know dislike about her. Dislike, person. dislike. Strong dislike. No, it's it's bordering on hate. Oh, it's wow. bordering on hate. Wow. It generally okay. is bordering on hate. Okay, okay. Because because I, I I hate people who are full of shit and I hate people who take advantage of things. And Brandy very much is the first who takes advantage of, of, of people's kindness and people's trust and people's um um loyalty, fan wise. Um I've criticized her the entire time. First and foremost, I never ever want to tear another person down, let alone a black person down let alone a black woman down. Don't want to do it. I can't do it. Because black women are the most unappreciated group of people on this earth. Right? That's, and that's just is what it is. Facts. Facts. But I, 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 it bothers me that I, I, I let it go because she is a black woman. But she has, there's nothing about her that is worthy of the position she holds. There is no other CF, CB, uh, CBO chief branding officer or which is essentially a chief marketing officer on any corporate structure that has never worked in that field. So don't miss me with all that she got a degree stuff. Nobody else does it. 
in any other field in a corporate structure, you have to have at least 10 plus years of experience. Randy's married to the dude who's EVP. What about That's number one? What about people who say, well, Stephanie's the branding officer for WWE? I'm glad you asked that question. Stephanie has I'm, and I'm and and I'm just to be clear to everybody, I'm be fair. I'm playing 100% moderator with said question. Yeah, it's a it's a very fair question because somebody will act, will inevitably ask that. Stephanie has been working paid wise for the WWE since she was 16 years old. Stephanie McMahon right now, I believe, is 45. Well, Stephanie has worked her way up in that business. Stephanie has did has done every job there is to do in the professional wrestling business. And I don't just mean she ring announced one day and then she wrestled a couple matches. I mean she's been on the creative team. She's been over the creative team. She's worked in. Um, relations. She's worked in this. She's worked in that. So she worked her way up to that position and th- with the same resume that anybody else would. Nick Khan just got brought over to be uh, the co-president and uh, chief financial officer or whatever it is. And if you look at his resume, his resume came from, I think, Netflix and this and that. Steph has that resume. It's just for the same company. Randy has never done anything in, de- in, in, in a wrestling capacity before AEW. That had that didn't have something to do with either actually in ring wrestling, or r- ring announcing. She's never worked in creative. She's never worked in um, talent relations. She's never worked in marketing. She's never worked in any of those fields. And that is fact. You can go look that up for yourself. Number one, that bothers me because she was given a position just because she was somebody's wife, and I hate that because number one, she's she's better than that as a person. But number two, that's nepotism at the worst. Secondly, type of human being she's shown herself to be, she doesn't care what she says or does and how it affects people. At least Cody seems to, seems to show a modicum of regret when he says something stupid. He'll come out and say, I shouldn't have said that. Even though he continues to put his foot in his mouth, at least he'll take it out and say, my bad. She doubles down to the point where she attacks people. There's a thing that people with a lot of Twitter followers or a lot of followers do that I don't know a term up for it. I'm sure there's a term for it, but where they'll do a thing where they'll take they'll take something that somebody says, put it on their page, and let all of their fans go and attack that person. And Brandy is the number one person in the business that does that, right? You know, I, she came out. Um, there was an interview she had. I can't remember who it was with, and that's my bad. I should have known that. But recently, where she talked about uh, her pregnancy. And she she said she said some things that when you read the transcript come off as very cold and callous. She got every right. I I I, I was raised by a single mother who had to work to raise me. I, so I have no problem with women working while they're pregnant or being career women. That's not the question at, at here. In the in the interview, it came it came off as and again this is a transcript, but it came off as. She was saying that her child was a challenge, not motherhood or not the process of working and being a mother, but just the fact that I had a baby as a challenge to my life. That don't sound right. And she very easily could have been misunderstood. So I'm not going to criticize her for that. But this is one of a million different things that she said or done that comes off a little, I don't know, the A.W. Hill's initial thing. There's so many things. I don't like her as a person, but she's also shown herself to be a person who's very much I'm going to find a way to be in the spotlight, even though I haven't done anything to deserve it. Y'all remember that show WAPS? 
She was on that. Y'all forget that? What has she done? What has she done in the business to get or garner this level of attention or reverence or anything? She hasn't done anything. And I'm not saying she's not worthy of it. Maybe she could show her worth. But she's been a terrible chief brand officer because AEW got the worst marketing, branding of all the wrestling companies. They can't control nothing that nobody says. They continuously have blunders on Twitter and things of that nature. It, she's not good at her job. So I just, I'm, I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of her as a person. And then this whole thing, just, we're not even going to talk about the cold switching promo. Like, I'm just not a fan of this. And then she is, she's, she plays to audiences that she knows are problematic, but they'll defend her. And that's another problem I have with her. That's what that road statement does. She's playing to a particular audience that wants to hear that shit. And now, because she's made herself sympathetic, everybody's going to be like, oh, my God. But you know what? I ain't never seen a black rose before. Bitch, have you heard Dusty talk? You think there ain't no black people in that man's family? Dusty's mom is Cuban. I mean, uh, uh, Cody's mom is Cuban. What are we talking about? Like, it's... it's, it's and, wh- and why are you putting that? Why is that how you want to brand yourself in the midst of this new show that apparently... Nobody's nobody's ever thought of in the wrestling business, <clears throat> Ms. and Mrs. Like, what are we doing, dog? I'm just, I don't like her. I'm not a fan of her. I wish her the best. I don't wish any ill will on her. But I don't give a fuck about Brandy Rose. And I I hate that we she's even continuously brought up in the wrestle sphere. I must have never had to hear about her again ever in life. Really sick of her. AJ, go ahead and get in here real quick, brother, because I've got some more AEW venom that I'm finna spew. So go ahead and, and, and get in here and say what you need to say. Well, I didn't even know about that whole Cody and Brandy television show. I mean, I'm probably not going to watch it anyways. Here and there, I watch Miz and, uh, Miz and Mrs., so, and that they're fucking entertaining as all hell, so this is probably going to be another, you know, oh, hey, look, they're copying. No, they're not. This is original. <laughs> But, oh my god, AEW, where the fuck do I begin? Uh, I hate the fact that they're, to me, it feels like they're just fucking over impact at this point because of the main event that we're going to get for fucking Rebellion for Impact Wrestling, where it's Kenny versus Rich for the World Heavyweight title. Both titles on the fucking line. Cool, so we're gonna have Kenny Omega try to be Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, whatever, I don't fucking care. You're not as talented, you're not as good, and you're not as innovative as fucking the man that made the Asai Moonsault. Don't fucking care about that. It pisses me off that A, it feels like they're ruining Impact when Impact had such a fucking good thing going for them for the longest time. Callus is... It feels like Callus is shitting on Impact the entire fucking time, which pisses me the fuck off to no end. Oh, yeah, I, I was planning this for 27 years to make sure Kenny was in this position that he's fucking in. Shut the fuck up. This is just a cute way to get your fucking brand getting publicized and showing more airtime on fucking AEW. Hey, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm just going to break the fourth wall real quick because I can see Platt watching AEW in the background, there's Don fucking Callis himself probably sucking off fucking Kenny Omega as we speak. 
Because I can see that fucking bald head and fucking sunglasses anywhere. And you know what? God bless Don Callis because he's trying. He's trying. And he's the only thing that's kind of, sort of, maybe getting this shit over. But I'm not done. I'm not done, AEW. I got you. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Shaka Khan. Pretty Tony Khan. Shaka Tony Khan. Pretty Tony Khan. What do you do with your free time, sir? Do you do vanity searches on the internet? First and foremost, why the fuck are you on the internet? Okay? If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't have my black ass on the internet. Hell, I'm not a billionaire, and I'm barely on this motherfucker. Why are you doing this? And then you you, you do your little vanity searches, and then you send your little goons out to attack people because you don't like what they say, right? Which brings me to MJF. Speaking of Tony Khan's goons. So you came after the commander-in-chief, Mr. Greg DeMarco, and you said whatever the fuck you said. Okay, so, number one, MJF, you got a lot of nerve calling somebody else a rat face when your ass looked like... what? What's the fucking rat from Charlotte's Web? What's his name? Simpleton? Templeton? Templeton. What the fuck is this? Y- y'all know what I'm talking about. A fair yep. is a fair is a smorgasbord, smorgasbord. That's what you look like with your fake-ass Burberry. You got a lot of goddamn nerve. People in rodent houses shouldn't throw stones, sir, okay? And, yo, MJF, I love you. I fucking love you. I think that you are literally the future of this industry. That's if your love for show tunes doesn't get in the way and you decide to go off and join the dinner, the dinner theater circuit. With your fake Seth MacFarlane ass. Alright? But seriously, I I feel that you are the future of this industry. But as for the present, next time grown folks is talking, why don't you shut the fuck up? Okay? Tony Khan, you got your goons. Well, Greg DeMarco got his goons too, goddammit. And MJF, if you want to bring it, bring it. But I'm going to tell you like this, bro. I've been training for this my whole goddamn life, okay? I done sparred with Dark Masters. And I'm going to tell you like this. I don't want to end your career, but your arms are too goddamn short to box with God. So you need to know your role and shut your goddamn mouth and stay out the way when grown folks is talking. Point blank, period. That's how that go. And if you want to bring it, just bring it. Because now I'm in the shit. Okay? Because that's my mans. Okay? You don't talk shit about my mans. And you don't know what the fuck you just stepped into. Nobody got nothing to say? I'm I'm, I'm just sitting here enjoying <laughs> this, this Hall of Fame worthy performance. I mean, it, I, you, look. I will say this. And I... AJ, please, come after me if you want. I've already, I said everything I had to say about Greg's tweet and everything that happened with that. I only want to get into that because that's a whole other can of worms, but I had like almost 40 tweets worth of, of information for that. All I got to say is I think MJF definitely is a person of vanity tweets, so I, we know that. But there was nothing in that tweet that had anything to do with MJF. So unless he's just 
reading a uh, searching AW. It, like I know we joke about it, but it really feels like Tony really said, "Go get him." Because yeah, he done fucked up because he didn't know Greg had a dart master on his side. My bad, Ray. Go ahead, man. You good? Look this. Look, I am basking in your glory. This is not. This is not an exaggeration. Um. So, like, when, when we when when you inevitably get put in the Radio Hall of Fame fifty years from now, this is gonna be your opus. <laughs> Assuming that we don't get bought by Peacock and they cancel and cut everything out. Well, good point, right? We'll have like five minutes of what Chris said all night. <laughs> um, no. Long story short, man, I think it's I think it's pretty weak that you that a wrestler was sent to attack a dude who made a point about you that was salient and didn't even attack the point. Like I get MJF's gimmick, and MJF plays his gimmick better than ninety nine percent of the people out here. But that sometimes that gimmick doesn't make any sense because it's like, I get you attack a fan who wants to say something to you. Yeah, that's cool. That's no different than what DiBiase did or what Piper did. But you went after Greg. So, like, what was... And you didn't even say anything about what Greg had to say. So, were you... What were you were you trying to goad him into going back and forth? Like, what's the point? It doesn't make any sense. And that's the problem I have with it is... Like, if you're going to work, let's work and let's make some business. We can get you on here and we can interview you. And you and Greg could have it out over the air and that'll do business for both of us. That was, it, it made no sense. And so, like, now all you did was just make yourself look fucking stupid and make Tony look even more as the frail little boy he acts like sometimes. Little bitch that he acts like sometimes with with his daddy's money, with his Harley whiplash ass mustache your daddy yeah I'm talking about your daddy your daddy get up in the morning and twirls his goddamn fucking goofy ass mustache so yeah Tony Khan got his goons but he didn't know Greg DeMarco had goons too so MJF come on man I ain't scared I ain't never scared you want to bring it let's bring it you want to get into a battle of which you're unarmed my G but come on Shimon Lee Shimon Lee I'll say this I'd hate to moderate that fucking podcast I'm not, I'm not, no, oh, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm like, out. we're going to have a I'm fucking out. moderator for that. Yeah. I'm out. I'll have popcorn and a soda. I'm, I'm, I'm not moderating. There's no, you wouldn't need a moderator. There were no way, you know, no one else would talk. There's the two of them. <laughs> you tell me I can't take out this fake Burberry wearing ass motherfucker. Is that what y'all telling me? I'm saying oh, you don't need a moderator. Person. When the fuck would I talk? You don't need a moderator at all, because fucking MJF will probably stumble over his own goddamn words, because I believe that right now I'm the only person that actually doesn't like MJF. Because it just seems like every... I, I know that in wrestling nothing's original anymore, but when you blatantly sound like The Rock or Jericho or Flair or any other pretentious prick in the world, it, it, it's, it's fucking boring, dull, and dribble. Now that you're on fucking Twitter and you're being a heel, I get it, you're actually playing kayfabe with your fucking fake however fucking many dollar ring. Yeah, I don't fucking care. I put it, this on for a fucking prop. I don't fucking care. What he fucking does half the time on Twitter bashing fans that say shit about AEW or himself is fucking childish. You know why I can say it's fucking childish? The motherfucker is a day younger than me, so I know exactly what the fuck his goddamn mindset is. 
He's a fucking child. As soon as something goes wrong in his life, he has to point blame and insult someone like a common fucking bully. He's gonna get the Shawn Michaels effect where he's gonna get smacked the fuck up by one too many fucking people and hopefully he learns how to shut his mouth or keep his fingers off the fucking Twitter. Fucking saying... What was it that Greg even said? He said something about AEW doing uh, the the house Greg show. Is, he essentially, and he added Tony Khan, which is why we think that Tony sent him. Because he actually added Tony. But yeah. he essentially said that he was asking wrestling fans and Twitter fans if they were going to hold Tony Khan accountable because they were holding the uh, the house show in Jacksonville the night of April 9th, which is indie night, right? One of the main indie nights. And he was saying that WWE is not holding fans, so this is a slap in the face of indie wrestlers who are trying to make money on that night. To which this childish fucking 25-year-old fucking private school prep boy fucking eating out of his fucking daddy's goddamn hand. Jesus Christ, I sound like fucking Andrew and goddamn Jim Cornette at the same time when I'm fucking talking. I don't Fuck really Jim care. Fuck Jim Cornette. Uh, whatever. That's quite the comparison. I don't think Andrew would like that. Actually, he would applaud it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Tony. Let me just let me just give Tony. you let me just give Tony. you my opinion on oh, oh, no. no, 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 this is brief. Very brief. We'll transition right into you. No, no, don't even unmute your mic. Let me just give you my opinion on MJF. I'm I'm indifferent. He doesn't matter to me. Tony, bring your goons. And I'm going to tell you the truth because I'm not on your payroll. You're getting worked, bro. And I know you're living your dream. And I respect it. You're living your dream. Perhaps if I had the resources, I might start a wrestling promotion as well. But you're living your dream right now, but you're getting worked, okay? And I hope you hear this. I hope this gets back to you. Bring your goons. Bring them to me. Because I already know what they're going to say about me, and I'm already prepared. So bring them all. I will fuck your shit up. I will destroy you. I will destroy you. I will destroy you. Bring your shit. Okay. Verbally. 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 Oh no, I'll whip Tony Khan's ass too. No, no, verbally. We don't want any problems in that regard. Yeah, we we, we, we don't need to get a lawyer. We don't need to get a bunch of other stuff. We got I got a lawyer or retainer. I got a consigliere. I will whoop his ass and then sue him because he broke my hand on his face. (laughs) You don't say that on air. We'll we'll edit that part out. But Tony, bring your goons. Everything that's been said within the last five minutes is all allegedly. <laughs> With air quotes. Did, did you not see us do the air quotes in the beginning? This is a hypothetical situation for a what-if episode of Pot is War that may or may not ever happen in the near or near or not-so-near future. Tony, you got to relax. You're a goddamn billionaire. Why are you... Why are you vanity tweeting yourself? You're a goddamn billionaire. You gotta relax. And you sending your goons after people. That's petty. That's petty, bro. You see Vince McMahon sending goons... Because that's who you want to be, right? That's who you want to be. That's why we you're doing this, right? That's why you're on TNT right now getting 800,000 viewers, right? Which uh, uh, a rerun of the Shawshank Redemption would probably get 900, but we're not going to go there. I mean, granted, it's one of the greatest movies of American cinema. But that's why you're doing all of this. And I'm not mad at you for living out your dream. But you got to relax. 
you got to relax. And if you want to bring your goons, I hope you bring your goons after me. Somebody get this to Tony Khan. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Let's do it. Fucking petty mayonnaise ass. Petty, you're the mustard on my sandwich. And you get that because we about the same age tone, so you get that reference. I uh, I, I think the best uh, thing to say right now, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to get a little bit of props for this, uh, to quote New Jack City, sit your $5 ass down before I make change. You goddamn right. Sit your billion ass dollar down before I make lawsuits, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Ladies and gentlemen, um, on behalf of the esteemed panel that we have here on Potter's War, I feel like I have to apologize because I have monopolized this whole time, but I had a lot of shit on my mind that I had to get off because I'm pissed off at this industry right now because I love this shit. I fucking love this shit, and I feel like the motherfuckers in charge are fucking this shit up. And I said it previously, but I have to say it again. It's not the talent's fault. The talent has literally devoted their lives and sacrifice their bodies to this industry. But the motherfuckers that write the checks are not doing them any favors. They're not. And it pisses me off because I love this industry and I'm scared about what it's going to look like in the next 20 years. And I just had a lot of shit to get off my chest. So thank you all for listening. This has been my TED Talk. <laughs> and we're going to start with uh, Mr. Belaz. Thank you for coming on, brother. Andrew, Phil Beller. But, Mr. Belaz, let everybody know what you got going on and where they can find you, sir. Well, you can find me on Twitter, at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. I'll even help Andrew out a little bit since he's not here. Go follow him at the IWC Warchief, and you can follow our wrestling articles all over the chairshot.com. He usually does impact. I'm usually the one that's roped into the WWE pay-per-views now and NWA. And you can find me also with the uh, good old commission there over there, uh, PCT with AJB and DDP over at DWI Podcast on Saturdays. Oh, if that ain't an alphabet soup for your ass. But Mr. Cash, thank you for coming on, man. Where can they find you, sir? Just want you to know, there's nothing. You should never apologize for what you just did. Would would they would the Colts or the Broncos have pulled Peyton Manning after he threw six touchdowns right before he threw his seventh? Do you throw a pitcher? Do you, do you pull a pitcher in the eighth inning when he's throwing a perfect game? No. So sometimes you just got to let a motherfucker fly. You know what, sir? You saw it tonight. I, I thank, thank you for allowing me to watch a, a genius in his pride. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, it has been I'm so happy that Andrew decided to say, Adam, get on here. <laughs> I, look. So I uh yeah, I'm at I'm I don't even know where I'm at. I'm at R E Y it's Ray Cash. R E Y is Mysterio C A S H as in dollars. I'm so flustered because I'm I'm sitting in the eye of greatness. Uh <laughs> yeah. Outsiders Edge coming back heavy and hard. Um we might have a pre mania show, but definitely after mania. Got some special stuff for you, but don't forget, um, bandwagon nerds every Monday, three man weave, most Tuesdays. Chair Shot Radio, Head Trauma with the Boy, Mr. Mag, uh, every Thursday, 
And uh, yeah, man, you know me doing hood rat shit with my friends. Mr. Commissioner. Yeah, you can find me at PC Tony. Thank you to everybody listening to everything on Chairshot Radio Network. Check out Chairshot Radio every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. It's right there for you. All your streaming, uh, you know, podcast apps, everything else. And uh, yeah, good job. Really good shoe, Mr. Platt. Never said that on air before. So there you go. I love this shit, man. I literally love this industry, and it pisses me off because I feel like the gatekeepers are fucking this shit up. And I had some things to get off my chest, and I thank AJ, I thank Ray, I thank Tunney for allowing me the space to go hard in the paint. You all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat, but more importantly, make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We are officially about a week out from WrestleMania. It's next week. Throw on a t-shirt. Go get one. I guarantee you're going to find something you like. Again, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. AJ is sporting his Plat Blast 2020 t-shirt, so he got one before we send him to Cambodia. We've got Baron Corbin Sucks, Save Tag Team Wrestling, Hashtag Journalism, G's Did the Job, and many, many other cool designs. Again, make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. TheChairShot.com. We're not just a website, we're a movement, folks. Tony, did you have something to say? Last thing, make sure you check out Mania Madness tomorrow afternoon. Ray and Mags came on. AJ's been a guest. We've only had the ability to get everybody on for one episode. We thank Dave for doing the first four, and we're hoping to have him back for the last episode. So I hope you guys just enjoy that. We've we've done a lot of work, like Platt said. Take us home, brother. Well said, sir. Couldn't said it better myself. Thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Ray, for filling in. Andrew, get well soon, brother. We'll see you guys next week for our Mania preview. Same plat time, same plat channel. Until then, shalom. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.